Welcome to the Success Sensei Podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness, and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now, your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur, and investor, Robert Devan. Bowing in. This is Robert Devan, the Success Sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Episode 343, The Dreaded Drink. It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. The Dreaded Drink. Yes, this is an episode about alcohol. Drinking alcohol. I've avoided this subject for 343. 42 episodes even though I've a lot to say about it and I think now is probably the time to document my thoughts my words my feelings about drink about alcohol one of the reasons why I have avoided the subject thus far is that it's impossible to deliver the message without it coming across as lecturing no one likes to be lectured maybe some people need it but the majority of time if I want to lose listeners all I have to do is lecture and and since I started this podcast I've always avoided lecturing advice yeah just surmising and and talking about struggles and talking about solutions but rarely do I lecture and I think it's unavoidable with the subject of alcohol, it may come across. I'm going to do my best to make it not come across as a lecture, but, you know, apologies if it if it does. And if that's what you need, hopefully it works. It's good timing with this episode as well, because when you are listening to this, it's going to be the 1st of February. So you're out of January. I don't know if anyone gave dry January ago. My social media feeds are always full of people um, promoting uh, sobriety during during the month of January, which is a good thing. It's a good thing to have a detox, good thing to have a break from from alcohol. I suppose I've, I've got to let you know my stance earlier on, and that is don't drink, don't drink at all. Um, have I ever really... Dr- I didn't give it up because I was an alcoholic. I didn't give it up because anything bad happened. Um, I, I gave it up by accident. I, I started... Drinking like a lot of people early on when I was about 15, I wanted to be in with the older crowd and that's when I experimented with alcohol. By the time I was 16, um, myself and, and a friend just gave it up for a couple of weeks. Just a, We'd had a few too hard, a few too, too many um, sessions and keep, keep in mind this is probably an era where uh, rave and dance music, techno, trance, all that kind of stuff was very big. So there was plenty of opportunity to drink and do other th- stuff of of which I I never um I never partook in. But alcohol certainly was 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 there for underage drinking. Well, underage in this country. I don't know what country you're listening to to this from, but you're not allowed to drink in Ireland if you're under eighteen. So at fifteen, I did, and at sixteen, we gave it up for two weeks, and I simply never went back. Now. I didn't not go back because I am so virtuous and you know self-disciplined. It it was a lot of different things fell into place. 
I was very involved in martial arts and all of our best training, our squad training, team training, national team training, competitions, they were always held on a Saturday and Sunday, whether it was training or whether it was competitions. So the best training of the week took place on a weekend, Saturday, Sunday. So you wouldn't go out and drink on a Friday night if you're going to be training and competing on a Saturday and you wouldn't go out on a Saturday night if you were going to be training or, 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 drink, or training or drinking, training or competing on a Sunday. And if you wanted to be winning lots of competitions and you, you would just, you, you just, I never developed the, the routine in my later years. I, I never got used to the, the taste of alcohol. Don't, didn't like the taste of alcohol. Um, and then I did in my 20s um, work all throughout my 20s, work in the pub and the nightclub and the hotel business specifically as, as security. I have seen all sides of drinking. I'm not particularly fond of drunk people either. And I know people who are drinkers don't like drunk people when they're not drinking as well. So I'm sure you probably understand Um. Drinking is a drug, first of all. Let's 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 go with that. And I know my story, by the way. Yeah, I meant to say my story because I never really drank. I had a little episode, I suppose, episode about a year. But because I never really drank, I know a lot of people may not be able to relate to my story. But I still think you're going to get something out of it. Still, you're going to get my point of view, if nothing else. And maybe it will reaffirm why you need to look at your own drinking habits and, and your own relationship with alcohol. It is a drug. And it only, with, with all drugs, including caffeine, um, uh, drugs, and I, by, the, by the way, I do partake in caffeine, a lot of caffeine. Um, anyone that's podcasting probably does. A couple of, couple of shots of uh, espresso before they start their, their episode. Um, it only ever increases. So... I, I don't really know that many people who who over the course of years and decades of constant drinking, it doesn't increase their, their, their capacity to drink increases. The units they consume increases. It takes a conscious decision. It takes a lifestyle change for it to go in the opposite direction. It's all too easy for it to increase. Now, alcoholism. There's alcoholism is pretty much in everybody's family somewhere along the line. A lot of people think that only addictive personalities are prone to become addicted to alcohol, but that's simply not true. And if you're telling yourself that, you're potentially lying to yourself, thinking that, you know, alcoholism is for alcoholics and and there's no chance or opportunity for you to get carried away with your drinking habits. If the circumstances were right, or if the circumstances were very wrong for you, you absolutely could become dependent on alcohol, especially if you're using it to uh, help yourself, you know, adjust or help yourself to get through certain difficult moments in your life. That's when you become very dependent on it. Uh, So uh, any of us, any of us could become an alcohol given certain an alcoholic given certain circumstances. It is a dream killer. So there's a lot of if you think about when people are out drunk, whether it's you, whether it's other people, the amount of bullshit and waffle that is discussed. I'm always more uh, wary of 
people who dream while they're stone cold sober. People who make plans and goals and aspirations and have ambition and motivation when they are absolutely sober are a hell of a lot more dangerous than somebody who's doing it while loaded up with beer or spirits or or what have you. A lot of a lot of dreams are just that, just dreams, just bullshit, just waffle, just talk, just wasted words, wasted energy. If you are using alcohol to overcome certain issues in your life, then it is stopping your growth. The growth is in you as a person figuring yourself out and dealing with things while sober, whether it is you know, working your way and resolving problems, whether it is approaching somebody, you know, the more you use alcohol for Dutch courage, as they say, to approach somebody, the the more you're going to need it, the less you're going to be able to do to approach people, to talk to people, to communicate, you know, without that alcohol. And that's where you become dependent on and that's where it's dangerous. It's gotten more and more expensive to drink, um, Anyone will tell you that going to any of the pubs. uh, It's a hell of a lot more expensive to drink. You are using energy from the next day or the next several days. You know, why, why, what it goes up must come down. So why, if you are drinking um, on a Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, whatever, or all, or all of those nights. And, you know, then you've got your hangover on the Sunday or else the Monday. And then you get over your hangover. And say midweek, you just, it's unexplainable while you feel so down. You've no reason to feel down, but you feel down. You you feel slow, lethargic. Things aren't working out for you. You feel depressed. You feel anxiety. You feel nervousness. And you don't connect the dots because you think, you know, the drink is out of your system. But that's absolutely a, a delayed reaction as a result of, you know, weekend drinking. So, if you don't like that feeling, have a look at your routine. Anytime there's any real trouble in your life or real problems, it's, they're made worse. They're exacerbated by alcohol. So just look at, as I said, I've worked for many years in, in nightclubs and, and pub environments. And I can guarantee you that alcohol fuels so, so much trouble. It's the it, it you can't think properly. Yeah, your reactions are off. Your your lack of control. If you like to feel in control of yourself, and believe it or not, we're happier when we feel like we have a degree a degree of control over our our lives. Yeah, you might temporarily feel happy in the moment when you're drinking because it's a distraction, but it's a false happiness that won't last, and you will pay the price. Um. Y- I'm not saying don't drink at all. If you're, if you're, I'm just saying beware. If you're one of those people that's able to have self-discipline to socially drink, you know, by all means, it can be a positive in that, you know, I mean, who doesn't want to be social since, since COVID, we all need to be more social. Um, So there's still a lot of traces in people of, of strained social skills as a result of COVID. So we do need to be communicating more. Sometimes the setting is in a setting where, yeah, maybe a drink or two isn't isn't such a bad thing. Um, 
Maybe maybe it can help your your interactions. Um, you shouldn't need it, and you should be able to do it without alcohol. But yeah, I'm not saying it's always bad or it's always right. I I don't do that. I don't do that. But that's that's my choice. And as I said, I'm used to it because I never really developed the taste for it. I never developed the culture of it. I never. You know, it just doesn't factor in, in my life. If I'm dying of thirst, it's, I ne- would never think of a glass of beer, a pint of beer or whatever. Or, or, you know, it's not something I'm going to think of. I'm going to think of water. Um, I only realized there recently that the triggers, like the adverts that trigger people's thirst for alcohol, like those ads that show the, the pint glasses with the, the I was going to say the steam, but with, with the condensation running down the glass, they trigger people. They, they, I, didn't even, I didn't even realize it was a trigger. Because it doesn't even register for me. Yeah, maybe a pizza advert would register for me if I was hungry. But certainly uh, an alcohol commercial doesn't doesn't trigger me at all. So I'm a little bit different than, than say, other people who are who are well used to it. But all I'm saying is qu- question it. There's, there's many positive reasons not to drink alcohol. Don't just conform to something because you think it's the social norm. And even if it is the social norm, you know, the, the, the drunken Irish is, is an awful stereotype that we want to get away from. And yet so many people fall into that bracket. So it doesn't have to be you. You can absolutely maybe drinking suited you in the past. Maybe you need to, you know, reevaluate your relationship with alcohol. But it's like this. If you weren't doing the drinking that you're doing, would you be more effective? If the answer to that is yes, then come on. Would you be more successful? You know, is it helping? Is it hindering? Are you over-reliant upon it? Do you need it? Is it turning your goals and plans into dreams? Are you only dreaming when you're drinking? You know, are you only communicating, you know, with other people when you're drinking? Are you only having fun when you're drinking? Are you only really your true self when you're drinking? You really need to evaluate these questions and figure things out going forward. Um, I think it's it's a lot more it's a lot more popular now to admit that you're you're not drinking or that you're off alcohol for a while. Um, years ago. You were considered a right outcast and a right weirdo if you didn't drink. Um, and it absolutely was held against you. Uh, you were considered very strange. It wasn't It wasn't the norm at all. Now it's it's, it's fairly normal. And, and the fact that the drink driving laws are so strict now makes it a hell of a lot easier because you can just use the car as, you know, the excuse for not drinking. I've heard all kinds of excuses for why people drink. Oh, you know, you have to be sociable. You have to stand there. People don't know what's in your glass. You have a glass of... Uh, lemonade, Seven Up. I was going to say, and then I thought maybe people won't know what Seven Up is. But um, lemonade, clear liquid. Who knows if it's vodka tonic? Like who knows? No one's, no one's really going to know. It's no one's business anyway. Anyway, um, so you can't use you know the fear of what other people might think or the fear of other people might say. You know, uh, to, to stop you from doing what's good for you. Uh, now is a perfect time to be evaluating it, especially now that we're outside of dry January. You give it a go, give up drink for a while, or certainly certainly cut down on drink for a while. See if there's any lifestyle improvements. See if there's any mental health improvements. Is there any you know physical health improvements? How's your energy levels? How's your sleeping pattern? How are 
you're going to resolve more problems in your life. You're going to become more successful. There's, there's, there's loads of reasons. It's, it's not as normal as it's normalized, especially binge drinking. Um, and all the other associated, I haven't even gotten into the problems that arise from, you know, drink. I'm sure you know already, there's there's many things happen um, as a result of drink. Uh, I leave it up to your imagination. Stuff that doesn't need to happen. Um, stuff that could be avoided. Stuff that's going to be regretted in the future. Um, have a think about it. Let me know what you think. I still don't know whether I should have recorded an episode at all about drinking when I don't really know much about drinking now at this age. So I'm absolutely biased. But another reason why I did was because I thought at this stage, this is episode 343. I do want my kids to be able to listen to the episodes. My poor kids and my my stance on drinking. How like, oh my gosh. How are we ever going to navigate through that, through the teenage years of which I'm, I'm a good few years off yet? How, how am I going to navigate those years with the children? So at least I've got this episode that you can have a listen to. And whether they choose to dismiss what I'm saying or not, at least they've gotten that side of the story. They've gotten my version anyway. Right, that's enough. I'll leave you alone. Message me anytime. Um, and give me any feedback, that would be great. Thank you for listening. I'm Robert Devan, the Success Sensei. Life is a fight you can enjoy and win. Bowing out. This has been the Success Sensei, fighting the winning fight. So add us, subscribe, like, and comment. Keep those hands up and keep moving forward.